Welcome, World of Blaze listeners. I wanted to go ahead and uh, preface this show with a bit of a correction. I realized that after doing some editing and just publishing it, and to be honest, edited and published it rather quickly, that my mind and my mouth were not necessarily in sync. One usually goes faster than the other. Usually it's my mind. So as you listen to this, um, you're going to hear me say basically House of Representatives instead of where I should be saying Senate. Um, and I do not uh, address the Senate. Instead, I say House and then I say Congress, which, you know. <laughs> um, so when you're listening to this, just realize that when you get to that section, I realize how it came out after I, I, I already published this. And I do understand that I misspoke and I did want to say one thing, but the other came out and I apologize. We'll try to be better next time, but just give, giving you a little heads up on that. Other than that, thank you for coming back and listening and enjoy the show. Take my eyes open to force reality. Why can't you just let me eat my weight and glee? All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody. Back again, one more time, trying to keep the content going here for everybody. And uh, man, did I have a long day. I mean, a long day. It's actually one of those days where I have to do this. Yeah, had to pop that top and definitely taking a drink and give me a second here. Well, kind of got me thinking. So I I wanted to bring up a few things here before I get into the uh, topic at hand here. So I was made aware, um, and I know this happens, but I actually was shown and I heard it that on certain platforms, uh, when you're listening to, for example, our show, The World Ablaze, with yours truly, George Fonts, that there are ads being inserted either before or in the middle, like being chopped up. And um, I want to make everyone aware for all of our listeners around the world here that some of these ads that you hear, they're not really sponsoring us. They're not approved by us. They're basically the platform making money off of our content. Um, that being said, we're glad to be on as many platforms as we can get. Um, and as many podcast aggregators as, as will have us because that's how you're able to listen to us. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that what you're hearing in sponsorship um, aligns with our views or that we back that particular um, sponsor or, or advertising that you're hearing anyway. Um, and it also doesn't mean that the advertising you're hearing means we're getting paid for it because I guarantee you that most of the ads that you are, are hearing or have been hearing, we're not getting paid for it. Um, unless I specifically say, you know, now a word from our sponsors or I'm introducing a sponsor, for example, I, I'll let you know, those are the only sponsors as of now that are sponsoring this show. Um, so if you hear anything outside of that, for the most part, as of now, we're not getting any revenue from it. 
we're not getting any support from it and it doesn't mean that we align with that company in particular so just so you know a lot of so's i keep saying so <laughs> my mind's out of it I, I i am literally beat and and um when you hear those things just realize that we're not necessarily being supported by those sponsors or those ads if you want to support this show of course we'll take your money <laughs> you can reach us at info at fontsmedia.com that's f-o-n-t-e-s media.com if you want to sponsor us, um, donate, as they say, or if you just have other questions, business-related or a comment, I mean, go ahead. Just go ahead and send it. Um, it'll, filter, uh, it'll filter down to me eventually anyway. But, yeah, please do um, send your inquiries there uh, when it comes to sponsorships, donations, funding, whatever it is that's related to the business side of the podcast world and this show in particular. Okay. Uh, now going, going, the other thing I'd like to say is that it's important for you to know that while, while I do get this show done and I haven't been very consistent and, you know, and I've said this on my brother's podcast, which is where I really kind of started was with the stretch goose podcast. And I'm still a co-host there, although part-time I will admit just because I'm busy. We also want everyone to know that you can be sitting and listening to us wherever you are, but just realize that most of what we're doing, we're doing it because we enjoy doing it. We're doing it because you listen to us and because we believe our opinion matters. And if our opinions are wrong, we are challenging you to call us out on it. We would love to have a difference of opinion, you know, debate us. It's okay. But we're mostly doing this. I'm doing this because I enjoy it. I'm doing this because I believe it needs to be done. I believe that there needs to be another outside opinion to the world of bullshit in which we live in. That being said, if you're hearing us in Iceland, you're hearing us in Germany, if you're hearing me in Canada, you're hearing me in Russia, wherever it is, I'm a working class person. I have a full-time job and running a full-time business i'm still out there climbing ladders pulling wire i'm installing av gear i'm doing live events i'm doing you name it um it just never stops in my world i still have to pay the bills as well so i i am literally not making a living off of this and i'm that's why i'm so upset when it's been pointed out to me that when you're hearing my show and you're hearing an ad inserted in the front that you have to listen to before you even get to hear the content that I have sat here to put together, the content that you want to hear, that there's an ad that we're not getting paid for. We're not getting anything out of it. And, and, it, and it's a false sense of, oh, well, they, they must support that company who's, who's advertising with them because most people know from the podcast, we're listening to podcasting, most podcast shows or podcasters in general get to kind of pick and choose their advertisers because most will pick a company they can get behind. You see, that's the thing that's really awesome about the podcast world is you have that freedom. But when you hear, when, when you hear a, an ad that's completely sounds like it's unrelated to, to my views and opinions, uh, if I don't say, hey, love this company, check it out, 
chances are it's not affiliated with us and we're not getting any revenue out of it. So I'm just going to leave that there. Let's move on to work and long, hard days. We all have them. And man, you know, I just kind of talked about this um, the other day. Job satisfaction is uh, is a big thing I know with the younger generations, millennials, Gen Zers, and and I get it, I do get it. But the grind is real, the bills are real, and that's why we still work as hard as we do, and 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 that's why I'm still working as hard as I do. But it doesn't mean there are times that I don't want to throw my hands up and go fuck all this. I, you know, why don't I just sell everything and walk away? I've said it more than once, many many times. My wife gives me shit about it because like you say it every year. But there you go back out again on the road with the trucks and setting up the stages and doing all this. I mean, there's a part of you that's addicted to, to it, for example. Um, many of us may be getting into jobs that, you know, we just fell into. We were good at it, at it because we had a certain skill level. But it doesn't mean it was our, our career choice or a dream. But we stick it out. Nothing more annoying when, when you get a job that you don't necessarily want to be at every day for example it's not it's not your dream you don't wake up and go man i can't look forward to pouring concrete some people do love doing it okay some people do love framing nothing wrong with those those jobs whatsoever but what makes it hard is a disorganized or or a management structure in disarray that doesn't know how to manage a department or a company properly and you're always short-staffed they put too much responsibility on you. It's just overwhelming. And year after year, you start to question, why the fuck am I still here? I encourage you to make the change. If you didn't get a degree and you're still within, you know, the age range in your life to where it makes sense to commit that extra time to do so, please do it. It'll open another door for you that allow you to, to, to move on into another career. If you like the career you're in your field in, but you just have a bullshit company or organization you're working for, Start putting them damn resumes out. You know, listen, it's very true. A lot of people are not going back to work. They're, they just aren't still. They're, they're being picky. They want their $200,000 a year, blah, 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 all this shit. But that gives a person like you and me or anyone else who has no problem working, making a few bucks, paying the bills, making a living, having a good time, on our days off, gives us the opportunity to take advantage of that void and guess what? By even doing that, you may just walk into a, the, the, the same type of job or similar with another company who's willing to pay you more because they need you. So if you're dissatisfied, start working on not being dissatisfied. Be happy. Get out there. We're all going to bitch and moan. Listen, you know, we all have a drink at the end of the day. Maybe we talk a little weed. Whatever your thing is to, to, to relax. For me... It's usually a nice alcoholic beverage and an amazing cigar that works for me. And I am not afraid to say I love drinking champagne. So that's just where we're at. Um, whatever works for you, but let's not make that the habit. That shouldn't be your end of day every day because you can't cope with the work or the job you have. Be happy, move on, keep going, grow in your life. Okay, now let's move on to what in the hell is going on with the Republican Party. I, I know I've said before I don't like or I, I, I don't want to keep this show primarily political, 
primarily, <laughs> sorry, as I said earlier, I had a long day here, um, but it seems to be hard to avoid these days. Uh, news and politics really are the leading sector in the podcast world, believe it or not. The numbers do not lie. It is huge. That tells me and everyone else that we are interested in what's going on with, with the politics and, and the overall news of what's happening in the world. But we're just not always getting the right information. And, I, and I'm, very sh <laughs> I'm very sure that we can all agree on that. So let's get back to politics. Look, this whole polarization of parties, you know, my team, your team, Democrat, Republican, I brought it up before. If, if you get down to the bare bones of it, we need both parties to balance. On paper, that's the way it's supposed to be. Problem is, Republican Party starting to look a lot like the Democrat Party. It's starting to look like we only have one actual party with, with, with just a, a, a few few minute differences to make you think you're in an opposing party with opposing ideas and moral beliefs. And in reality, you're probably not too far off. Now, for those who really believe in your party, and I do believe in a multi-party system, I don't know if I believe in just a two-party system. Now, we do have more than one party. I mean, you know, we have the Independent Party, uh, Tea Party, I don't even know if that's still a thing. Democratic Party, the, we have the Libertarian Party, we have the Republican Party. I mean, you name it. We have them out there, but none of the other ones get paid attention to because they don't get the funding because the me media won't pay attention to them either. They don't even give them, a, give them a shot or a chance. Those candidates running in those other parties, the opposing parties that are mostly independent or basically not the majority parties, I believe they st still should have a chance and be giving time on the debate stage so America can be exposed to other options. It's probably not going to happen in our lifetime, my lifetime anyway, but I am hoping it gets there. Now, getting back to what just happened, McCarthy out. What is the Republican Party doing? We need the opposition. We need the two opposing forces, yin and yang, right? That's what's going to keep the balance of the country. The Republican Party just did a stupid thing. And we have to go ahead and ultimately blame Matt Gates. What is Matt Gates thinking? That, look, we have not had a seat vacated for, I mean, we're talking years. It's, it's just maybe the second time it's happened. I mean, don't quote me on that. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't really look into it, but I think it was the second time ever in history. I think maybe uh, please email me or make a comment. Just correct me if you can or will. I, I'm fine with that. Um, we'll share that information and make sure I do better next time. But Matt Gates is doing nothing here but showing the Democratic Party, the opposing party, how much in disarray the Republican Party is, how, how little strength they have, how, how soft their backbone is. Now is not the time, given all the heat going on, we're talking everything from indictments to, you know, and not just on, on, on former President Trump's side. We're talking also on the Biden side. Like, there's just so much going on, so much going on that the last thing you need to do is throw a wrench in the spokes here and oust your, <laughs> and oust the, the, the House leader and, and leave, leave a large hole there for the Republican Party. 
That is ridiculous. Matt Gates did nothing more than basically say what he had to say to get likes, to get clicks, and get people to look at him. Because once, once McCarthy was ousted and voted out by only, I think, six votes, it wasn't much, but it was just enough. Okay? Once that happened, he didn't have the balls himself to automatically put himself in the running. He just wanted to stir the shit up. I'm going to go ahead and play a clip of what he had to say about McCarthy um, after this happened. My friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the house and the country into chaos. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common, Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. I think that facing a $2.2 trillion annual deficit is chaos. I think that not passing single-subject spending bills is chaos. I think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and omnibus is chaos. And the way to liberate ourselves from that is a series of reforms to this body that I would hope would outlast Speaker McCarthy's time here would outlast my time here and would outlast either of our majorities. Reforms that I have heard some of the most conservative members of this body fight for and some of the reforms that we've been battling for that I've even heard those in the Democrat caucus say would be worthy and helpful to the House, like open amendments, like understanding what the budget is. We have been out of compliance with budget laws for most of my life, most of many of your lives. And by the way, if we did those things, if we had single subject bills, if we had an understanding on the top line, if we had open amendments, if we had trust and honesty and understanding, there would be times when my conservative colleagues and I would lose, might be a few times when we'd win, there'd be times that we would form partnerships that might otherwise not be uh, really predictable in the American body politic, but the American people would see us legislating. These last few days, we've suspended the momentum that we had established the week earlier, where we were bringing bills to the floor, voting on them, staying late at night, working hard. That's what the American people expect. It's something Speaker McCarthy hasn't delivered, and that's why I've moved to vacate the chair. I reserve. Okay, so I, w I will say that Matt Gates made some very good points. Um, you know, not knowing the budget, the, you know, basically running the government on concessions, omnibus. Um, he's correct. I understand that publicly on camera, he's trying to make a hard line for being a hard line Republican. Problem is, this is not something you do publicly you don't if you're having an issue with the party settle those matters internally because you can't afford to show your weakness at this point not not right now you just literally can't while he may be right on some points the way he handled the situation is extremely wrong and is more of a detriment to the republican party than ever because mccarthy was only ousted by six votes or so 
That was it. That was it. So there is definitely a divide. But was this play worth it? Was the ousting worth it? McCarthy did what he had to do to try to keep things going because the Democrats will not budge. They have too much power. It's, it's, it's just true. The presidency, the, um, the, the Congress, I mean, what, what, what are you going to do? You, there's going to be a give and take until you're in the position to where the pendulum swings your way or you have more weight on the other side to pull things your way. That's just how it works. You got to play the game, Gates. And everything you said, there are some great points and you're correct in a few things, but how this was handled was extremely wrong. So we didn't have, now we don't have Speaker of the House. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, as of today, which is October 4th, is there, there is three or so Republicans uh, that are trying to call and get support for the position. But those three candidates thus far are, aren't going to really make that much of a difference. They're really not. Now, he could blame McCarthy for everything, but President Joe Biden has literally, has literally threatened multiple times to stall or shut down the government if things don't go their way. Like, literally. President Biden himself has said this. He's okay with shutting the government down. Honestly, if the government gets shut down a little bit here and there, it's not going to hurt anybody. But what, what, who it does hurt is when they stop paying certain people who have positions, you know, certain government jobs, you know, including the military, when they start to hold their checks because being part of the government, they also shut those people down. I think if you're going to stall or shut the government down, the only thing that should be shut down and who would be taking a hit and pay and not just a small chunk, I'm talking about a chunk of pay, should be the House of Representatives, Congress, and honestly, the President and his cabinet. If you want to stop America from moving forward and, and function, then you take the hit. You don't punish the workers who just happen to have or take government jobs so that they can't feed their families and pay their bills. If you have a squabble amongst yourselves, Democrats and Republicans, then fucking hash it out without hurting the rest of America. And let's be real. An omnibus bill, right? Sneaking last minute shit into the 7,000 page document, giving them less than 10 minutes to try to freaking, uh, you know, read through it. And then it's like, oh, we need to pass it now. Here's the deadline. Of course, that's a strategy that they all use. And it's a bullshit strategy. If they would focus on what really needs to be done for the country, instead of trying to line their pockets or, 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 or uh, make lobbyists happy, America would be in a much better place. And I'm sorry, Matt Gates, but I can't applaud you on your actions and what you did. I can applaud your conviction, but I don't applaud what you did to oust McCarthy. This wasn't the right way to do this. It definitely wasn't the right time. Now, if you disagree with me out there, that is all well and good. Drop me a, drop me a line 
uh, in the comments. You can email me, info at fontsmedia.com, F-O-N-T-E-S media.com. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Um, I was going to do one more thing here. Um, dude, it looks like, honestly, as far as Matt Gates, I'm not the only one who's who's not happy with what he did. It looks like even Florida uh, Republicans aren't happy with him. Um, they're calling Gates divisive, disrespectful, selfish, and no other Florida Republican voted to Alice McCarthy. Uh, says Florida's GOP. I'm getting this from Political, by the way. Florida's GOP delegation uh, as carrying out a personal vendetta. Vendetta, and they're they're referring to Matt Gates, by the way. They're saying he's doing nothing but carrying out a personal vendetta, accusing him of an overzealous bid for attention and trying to position himself to become the state's future governor, which it really seems that is what Matt Gates is doing. Um, Representative Carlos Jimenez says Gates has very few friends in the conference. Also goes on to say Gates maybe has a couple of friends in the delegation, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> so a lot of Republicans aren't even happy with what Gates just did because they realize this wasn't the time to do this. And they're just showing the rest of America that the Republican Party right now is weak. We're not together. You don't see the Democratic Party doing this. You don't see it happening whatsoever. I can dive into this more. I just wanted to get this out quickly as, you know, we all have 15-minute attention spans and the news tends to change within seconds. But anyway, I would love for you to send your comments on what you think of this or on any other show that we've released so far. Um, if you're interested in doing business with us or sponsoring our show, please do email us at info at fontsprosound.com. Sorry, that was info at fontsmedia.com. But you can also check out fontsprosound.com, who actually is a sponsor of the show. And um, they are your event specialists, whether it's rentals or full event production. I mean, you name it. Uh, fontsprosound.com. You could reach them there. You could also call them at 833-377-5303. And again, if you want to do business with the show here, the world ablaze with yours truly, uh, please email info at fontsmedia.com. Again, that's F-O-N-T-E-S media.com. And uh, we welcome all the support you can get. Please click, follow, like, share. Let the world know that you care. Spread the world ablaze across, well, the world. Thank you very much. I want to taste your content. Hold your breath and feel the tension. Devils hide behind redemption. Honesty is a one-way gate to hell.